following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, and Nui Scruggs. Here we go. Hump day, everybody. It is the Players' Lounge every weekday at 2.30 p.m. right here on DallasCowboys.com. Radio Players' Lounge brought to you by Hotels.com. I'm Nui Scruggs, longtime Cowboys reporter, joined by former Cowboys players, Danny McCray and Barry Church. So it's the two and three first place Cowboys against the three and two Arizona Cardinals Monday night at Jerry World. Gentlemen, how are we doing on a Wednesday? D-Mac, you got the baby down? You all good to go? Yeah, yeah, man. I'm good, man. It's Wednesday. I'm I'm feeling good. Uh, Unfortunately, LSU's not going to be able to play this week so they can redeem themselves. So I got a, I got a week off from the college football weekend. So <laughs> my stress level will be pretty low. All right. All right. My boy got the kid down. I mean, life is good right now. I mean, it's a Wednesday for your boy out here. It's, it's a beautiful day. It's a little hot. It's a little hot. But, I mean, it's a great day to talk football. So we'll, let's see what's going down. Let's see what's going down. Look, it's too hot for October. I mean, it's we're in mid-October. It's October 14th, man. We should not be approaching crazy. Uh, 90 degree weather. Okay, I mean, I, I just we're no, in the south. No, 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 we're, no, no. We're in the south. Do not be asking for that up north Pittsburgh weather that churches. Man, used to. You know I don't know how it's if it's. If it's going to stay this way, I'm fine with it. I can still go jog nah, outside. I can work out in the garage and not have to worry about nah, freezing and putting man. on long sleeves. I am cool with this. I am from nah. the South. No. Ain't nobody no, ain't nobody cool with this, man. Ain't nobody cool with this weather <laughs> right now. It's hot. It is hot. Yes. Look at my glasses. Oh, y'all can't see my glasses, but it's hot, man. It's steaming up in here. <laughs> man, I, I went and played tennis yesterday, and, and man, I was, I was just sweating. Okay, I'm just sweating. Like, man, it is hot out here, man. I was You're supposed to sweat when you play tennis. <laughs> Look, I'm going to sweat regardless, Hold but on. you know that kind of sweat where you're sitting around here like <sighs> running out of water, man. I mean, it's Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, man. Y'all was clowning me for doing country club sports when I'm talking about golfing. And Nui's over here at the country club playing tennis back and forth. Oh, man, I done heard it all now. I done heard it all now, man. Hey, hey, Church, I got to see I got to see the tennis outfit, bro. Do he have a headband on with the wristbands and all? <laughs> Hey, my boy Dewey's out there with some short shorts in the in the mid cut socks, man. I'm done. I'm done. I mean, you know, this 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 got to turn into to you know the doggone poetry hey, crack jokes. Man. Okay, look, look. Okay, I'll tell you exactly. It. I can see it happening. All right, I, I got on I got on my rock I got on my rock shorts. Okay, I got my Project Rock shorts on. <laughs> so so I, I wear those. The Bravo Bull. You know what's on the feet. You know what's on the feet too, man. Okay. No, no, no. No, 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 no. I I wear a pair of A6 tennis shoes, okay? I I wear a pair of A6 tennis shoes. So I I do that. They're real for tennis. And then I'll just just pull off a a T-shirt. So usually I got one of my my Pembroke T-shirts or I'll wear the real DBU shirt right here like this. You know, real DBU. Um, And and that's it. So... What do DBU stand for? Because uh, I, I know Dallas you're not talking Baptist, about defensive back. It's Dallas Baptist University, man. Okay, that, that's right. the real okay, DBU. Cool. The real DBU is yeah, right okay. here in town. Uh, 
This okay. is a, this is a football show. I, I know you were you talking about Dallas Baptist University. I thought you were talking about a defensive back university. My bad. I, I forgot it was a football show. No, no, hey, we're not man. talking about we're not talking about the Texas Longhorns, man. Not talking about the Texas Longhorns. No, we're talking about Dallas Baptist Whoa. University. Oh, you talking about or, we're or, back. or Florida Gators? Not talking, about the, <laughs> not talking about the Florida Gators. No, not talking about them or 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 the Louisiana State University. No, no, yeah, no. But, absolutely, you know, yes. whatever you say. And and all right, my my instructor is a brother. Is his name Yannick played tennis over at Alcorn State University. So been working on. He's been working with me. My back got to get the backhand straight, but uh, tennis is a great workout. Uh, I get my sweat on, get my cardio in there. So I played twice this week. I went and got the ball machine. So yeah, I'm into it, man. Hey, New Year, is there any way we can see footage of this in upcoming Players Lounge episodes? Well, I, I, I well I tell you what, footage of this. I'll tell you what, next Saturday at 8 a.m., why don't you just come on over to the gym and then you go get your come get your footage, all right? When we have a tennis lesson at 8 a.m. Next Saturday. Do y'all have a do y'all have a racquetball court over there? Yes. This gym has all a racquetball right, court. I'm in there. It has I'm a, in there then. I, I got a guest pass for you. So you want to roll over here at 8 a.m. next week? Be be glad to to go ahead and and, and and, and, and take you around and let you do your thing, McCray. And they'd love to see right. a Dallas Cowboy. You know, you know who I run into all the time is Aiken Adele. He's over here all the time. And uh, every now and then, D. Ware come. Yeah, every now and then, uh, D. Ware will show up there. But now he's got his own gym, 3-Volt. But you should see D. Ware up there all the time. So all these little ladies be swooning, watching DeMarcus. You know, it's just funny, man, watching <laughs> watching these ladies at the gym. You know, look at DeMarcus. They be looking at DeMarcus like he the rock. You know, they all be licking their lips and thirsting at DeMarcus, man. It's a trip, man. It's just, it's just a trip. He got the watch, rock you know, tattoo. Do it, he, he, got the, he got the tat. They, they, they might think it's him. They, they related or something. <laughs> he's, a, he's a couple shades darker, but you know, hey, you know, you know. <laughs> he, he's he's the chocolate rock. You know, he's the dark chocolate. There we go. Rock, so, so there, there we go. There, there you go with that. There you go with that. Um, oh man! Since this is a football show, let us dive into Mike Nolan going on the sidelines on Sunday. The Cowboys' defense played better, but oh, by the way, you played the arguably one of the worst teams in the league, if not the worst, in the winless New York Giants. So. Danny, how much do you think it helped that Nolan was on the sidelines to help run his defense? Uh, I, I don't think it helped much. I mean, if, if anything, it, it kind of gave you somebody to look at to be accountable to. But I think more of the noise that was heard, you know, outside of the, uh, you know, in the media with them not hustling and, and not giving effort. I think they looked, looked deep inside themselves and figured, you know, what they were seeing on film wasn't right. So I think it was more more on the players than it was on the coach. But I, I don't think Nolan made that much of a difference. And like you said, it was the Giants. So let, let's see how much of a difference it makes versus a, a, a better offense that we see on Monday. Yeah, I think, um, you know, him coming down from the from the press box, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm always the type to, that likes to have my coordinator down there. I know Marinelli was down there with us all the time, just so you can, you can talk to him and see what he's seeing out there. Um, so for me, I, you know, I think it, it could have helped just a little bit, um, not, not, not that much better because they didn't perform that much better against the Giants. But um, I say it could have helped a little bit. So for me, um, you know, I hope he stays down there. I hope he stays down there because hopefully that, you know, that's helping keeping the players accountable um, in some way, some fashion. And hopefully we can just, you know, improve on this. Hopefully we can get the momentum rolling. I'm, I'm still optimistic about this team and the defense, but... <laughs> 
Uh, like, I'm, I'm starting to wear. I'm starting to wear, man. <laughs> ten, ten, ten and six. He's just, I told y'all I was confused yesterday. I told I told y'all I was confused yesterday, man. <laughs> so so Mike Nolan's defense did get a pick six. Daniel Jones has been very charitable during his time as an NFL quarterback, and the Cowboys ended up taking advantage of it. It was a strip sack by by Tank Lawrence. Anthony Brown gets it and, and, and goes and scores a pick six. Is do you think? that Tank Lawrence had his turnaround game. This is his first full sack since week nine of last year. So do you think Tank oh. is now on the right side of things? Hold on, Newey. We're not giving away pick sixes, all right? All right. That was a fumble recovery for <laughs> a sorry. touchdown. Yes, Let's, we are yes. not going to give yes. the secondary. Yes. We come out here talking about the secondary was able to get a pick six, yeah. pick six off. Yeah, no, no, I, 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 right. I, I said <laughs> so. strip. Yeah, I said strip sack and then, and then said pick six off. Yes, but yes, yes. My, my uh, listen, <laughs> listen. I, I think I think for Demarcus Lawrence, this was huge, and I think. Um, now that they see what they need to do, which is have him move around and pick and choose, you know, the matchups that he sees uh, best to fit for him to go take advantage of. I think that is the key to him being successful this season. So give him first uh, first choice. He makes a hundred million dollars, so he should have first choice on who he wants to rush over and let him go out there and do what he does. He looked faster. He looked quicker. Uh, you know, the knee didn't look like it was bothering him. And he was out there making plays. So I like what I saw. Cont- uh, hope he continues. Yeah, to me, to me, it looked like it was just a little bit more urgency. There was a little bit more, man, I got to get going. I got to get wrestling. I mean, even though he was nowhere near the play, you can see him trying to track down almost every run out there. So I think the media might have got a little bit to him. Maybe his coaches kind of talked to him a little bit. So we've seen a little bit more urgency out of D-Law. Um, the rest of the D-line, I mean, I mean that, that ain't even worth speaking about. So we ain't going to talk about that. But uh, for D-Law, I think, they, I think he can build upon this game. I will say this. It was against a, a hapless New York Giants team with not a very good offensive line. So I don't know if we could put too much stock into this. But hopefully he's able to keep that momentum rolling because this defense needs more splash plays. They need those momentum changes to get things going. I mean, maybe Jalen Smith can go out there and get a couple hand swipes. It's just something. Just something to spark this defense. <laughs> and hopefully that, hopefully that strip sack uh, was something that uh, could go towards that, that momentum that this D needs. Jalen. Jalen played better this this week. I, I'll give him that. He, he did, played better. He, he made he, he made he made some splash plays. He he it, it deserved a swipe for some of the stuff that he was doing. You know, tackle for losses, stopping those screen plays. I think he got like half a sack or something. He did he did some good stuff this week. So I'm a, I'm gonna give him a shot. I'll say you know you you, you earned your swipe this week. Uh, he he, try, he tried to get up and swipe one time and he got tripped. He tripped. He tripped on somebody's leg trying to get up and, and, and get the swipe down there. But I, do, do you think he knows that that it's become kind of a joke? That his swipe is kind of almost at that Garrett clapping level. That you know that became the joke of the clapper and that Jalen's swipe has become this thing of just you know it, it's. The timing sometimes isn't there. See what you'd like to tell the young man. It's like, hey, man, I get it. I get you want to do it. But, you know, when you're down double digits, you may want to go ahead and just, just save it for a little bit. I mean, just, you know, it's, it's I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Because we did ask him. I remember one time we did ask him after the game about the swiper. And he's like, no, that, that's that's my thing. You know, that was his, that was his thing. And so I say, I, I get your thing, but. You, it's timing, brother. We got to be more self-aware about when we're swiping. You can't be swiping yeah, and, you, and <laughs> you lose it. Hey, you, 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 you got a good look. They can't you be rushing that, for 300 yeah. yards and you're out here swiping. 
We talking about so we, we, listen. Hey, we, we talked about the Rock earlier in the show. Jalen swipe sometime reminds me of like if anybody used to watch that WWF wrestling. And like the guy would think that he had the other person on the ground and he would start celebrating that he turn around and get sweet chin music. That's what Jalen Swipe <laughs> remind me of with his with his time is sometimes. It's like, bro, it's too one is either it's too late, you're down by twenty, or they just gained five yards and you out here swiping. You know what I'm saying? So the other team is like they 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 thinking this is a great play and somehow you, you know, six yards deep into <laughs> into your own territory and you like swiping. It, just, it don't make sense. But but, okay, but this so, week he earned he earned them. This week he earned them. I give him that. Oh, All right. So, so you guys are the former players. So let me ask. I mean, does anybody on the coaching staff when they're watching for does no one say anything about this? I mean, it, I know if, if I was playing, and like let's just say after that Odell after that Odell reverse, let's say he caught him at the ten yard line or something, and he got up and swiped. You, you just gotta look at him like, come on, man. <laughs> what you doing, man? Like, come on, dog. So okay. for me, I mean, if that's his, that's his thing, that's it. You know, I let him live, let him do what he got to do. But yeah, that thing would get annoying if we're getting drummed, you know, twenty-five to three, and he makes one play and gets up and swiping. That, I think it would get kind of annoying. I'll tell I can't you believe you, Church. You say what? Go ahead, McCray. I, I, I can't believe you, Church. Let me tell you something, what Church. You, you was about? in the same. You, you was in the same locker room with Gerald Sensabaugh, Allen Ball, Mike Jenkins, all, Frank Walker, all these people in there. And if that was going on and Jalen was doing that, they would have laughed him out of the DB room. He would have never <laughs> lived that stuff down. And so I can't. You talk you about you going to let him live. Oh, uh, you think Gerald? You think G would have let him live? Nah, you're right. G would have definitely been like, man, what are you doing, cuz? What are you doing with that? Uh, Orlando won't even let him live. (laughs) Nobody was letting him live in that in that locker room with that stuff. Come on, man. Oh man. You might be right, man. You might be right. And maybe I sound like the old get off my lawn guy, but when I think of of these these celebrations gone amok. The turnover chains and celebrations in college football, I, I, I can't stand those things. I mean, you got teams sitting around here getting beat down and all of a sudden they get a turnover and, and somebody want to run on the side and put on some chain or celebrate. I'm like, what are we doing? What are we doing? You know, there needs to be no chains, no celebrations, no rock, no hammer, none of this stuff, man. You don't I mean, like the no, no, no. You don't like the Cuban link chain? Hey. Man, I, I just... I, I don't get it. Man. Those I don't things get it. Are, ahead, those things are those things are reserved for teams who are labeled as the best college football teams ever to walk on the football field, which is, you know, if you're having a season like LSU had last year, you should have all type of chains and hammers and anything that you want. The teams that you're talking about, they picked up off Miami when Miami came up with it and they just tried to ride with it and get some inspiration from their players and they didn't deserve it. There are teams out there that deserve it. Clemson, Alabama, those guys can have that type of inspiration and stuff, but it's not for everybody. And, and I go back to last year. <laughs> Remember how a defense will make a turnover and everybody go runs to the end zone? And, and I remember watching that Super Bowl game. Uh, I, think it was, I think it was linebacker Fred Werner gets a turnover. You know, they, they pick off Mahomes. Everybody runs from the 49ers, run down there. They send it poles in and doing all this stuff. And next thing you know, they got beat. Mahomes and company, and, they, and the kicker, even the, the kick, the kicker for Kansas City's like, hey man, that rubbed us raw. Next thing you know, they're out there going at it. And I was at the finals when it was game two, and Miami was laying it on the mask, and D Wade hit a shot 
I mean, he had a shot right at the Mavs bench, three point, and he held it. You know, he just like held it and posed. And man, the Mavs bench got hot. Next thing you know, they go on a run of runs and dirt with a little finger roll, and they end up winning game two. And they spoke about that. Hey, man, dudes out there posed on our bench. So I'm just trying to understand why are you man. doing things? Why are we doing things that, that sit up here and, 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 and inspire some? I mean, these people, you know, folks are dead. Let them be dead. Why are we sitting right here trying to give anybody life? But D-Wade sitting there posing. I, st- I, I saw that video a couple weeks back, and I was still hot looking at them. But it's do posing. I, I mean, I, I, I mean I'm, I was one of those men. You know, if I was one of those them dudes like, you know, uh, Charles Oakley, I'd have made sure I bumped D-Wade next time he went down. I mean, you just can't be posing in front of the bench, man. Can't be posing on me like that in front of the bench, man. You one of them offensive guys. Like, what's the defense? When when has the defense had the ability to really celebrate a play? Besides, I think in the last two years when they started allowing defenses to do that. So the offense can go out there and dance. To can get popcorn. Joe Horn can pull cell phones out of the out of the uh, out of the mat. But the defense had no no time to do it. And you say just because the possibility no. of them get scored on the next series, they shouldn't celebrate. <laughs> Come on, man. Trust me. When, when, <laughs> that ain't when, right. When, when Terrell Owens ran to the star at Texas Stadium, that ticked me off. Like, look, somebody like this dude up. Like this dude up. That was, that was uh, I could stand it. the greatest celebration I've ever seen in my no, life. No, no, no. He went over there and stood on the man. star. Oh, that was probably twice. the greatest. It just twice. showed just like, look, this is what I'm going to do, and y'all can't stop me. And didn't, he, didn't he go back and do it again? Yes, he did it <laughs> twice. He, man, all all, all yeah, they George, had to do was stopping. All they George had to do Teague was went out there and hit him. Now, before you guys, before you guys were born, uh, Washington had a little receivers group that, that they ended up winning Super Bowl. Super Bowl oh, they was it the fun bunch? The, the fun bunch, yes. So they, you know, so they get in there, they go score, and all of them run to the end zone, and they go like this, and then they jump up and high five each other. Well, they did that at Texas Stadium, and you had Everson Walls and and, and Big Dennis Thurman. They were like, "Nah, man, you're not doing that." So they they scored touchdowns and they get ready to go do their thing, and then they went and broke it up. I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, don't let them come run up on in your field <laughs> oh, they're trying to man. you know sit up here and do their little fun." No, right. no, no, that no, ain't no, right. no, 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 no. The defense earns the right if you if you stop somebody like Patrick Mahomes or picks them off or uh, Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers, you got the right to celebrate just like the offense does i mean you can't stop the dude okay. from celebrating yeah they, yeah they might score after that but this is the play that you made right now okay like you said the 49 the 49ers went down there they did all that post you know it's funny because because you're not know twitter against you they got they showed the 49ers all that pose and dudes looking like this and all like that and then they showed that next photo is joey bosa crying at the end of the game because the 49ers got beat uh, they save your celebrations for later on man pop your champagne no, the internet, the and celebrate all the you internet want is to. undefeated though man the interview yes. the internet exactly. is undefeated man <laughs> They always undefeated. So it was like, all right, you can't win though. You can't win. Yes, you, you can. can't win, yes, man. You Get can. the celebration. How about that? Get, Why don't you, just don't do nothing. Make your play. Make your play and go back to the huddle. Nah, man. Yeah. Can't everybody be Barry Sanders out here? Like Barry Sanders. Yeah, bro. That's, that's yeah. That's okay. back to the ref. Nah, okay, man. Nah. Okay. Yeah, bro. That's that's, that's, we need some more Randy just, just, moves no. in the fans. We need all that. No, see, but see, that's all offense. That's all offense. He talking about the deep. Like, don't let the defense do it. Come on, man. The defense got the right to celebrate. You gonna take everything from the defense? They work hard out there too. Right, what, what's going on? Man, here, we, need, we need some more. We need some more Richard Sherman's after the game. Remember when he uh, batted that ball <laughs> with the crab tree? That's what you get. When you go against the greatest. See, that was that was that was top ten to me too, man. Okay. <laughs> that was top ten. All right, right so there. so we need more. So of that. since you all, since you two are all about your defense celebrations, that don't nobody say nothing about swiper. 
Okay, let's swipe or keep swiping. Okay. We said so, timing. So timing. See, there, there's timing. parameters, <laughs> though, man. There's parameters. Nope. Like, you, you can't give up a 15-yard bomb and then start swiping and stuff. Like, yeah, I got him to the ground. Swipe, swipe. Nah. Uh, yeah, can't do that. is now comparing swiping to catching interceptions against Patrick Mahomes. Man, he's just all over the place. He, he, he tried he to make it fit. It's a reach, but hey, yeah, it's not working today. Just he should have celebrated. Absolutely. Let's get a timeout right here on the Players' Lounge. It's Danny McCray, Barry Church. I'm Newey Scruggs. Players' Lounge brought to you by Hotels.com right here on DallasCowboys.com radio. Hey there, Cowboys fans. With Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery, cleaning your clothes has never been more convenient. Simply sign up at your local store, set out your dirty clothes, and one of our Tide Cleaners professionals will come directly to your home for a totally contactless experience. Your clean garments will be returned promptly the next scheduled delivery day, so skip the errand and enjoy life, not laundry. Visit TideCleaners.com or your local store to sign up for Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery today. I'm Jay Novacek, former tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. Back in the day, I was the guy who always got the tough yards, and that's why I run with John Deere today. In fact, I have a John Deere 3025E tractor that can handle any yard work I need to do, even the tough yards way out back. So if you have one acre or a thousand, John Deere has the equipment that's just right for you. Visit a John Deere dealer today and run with us. We are the official tractor provider of your Dallas Cowboys. We're back with a tasty treat that's sweeping airwaves and taste buds. It's new Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. Let's take a listen. Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda's here. A new combo that's music to my ears, okay. Let's play. Cream Soda and Dr. Pepper time. Pour it in a glass of ice. Ah, music to my ears and mouth. New Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. A delicious duet. Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys, helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer. When you buy the latest generation of Transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses, you can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting EssilorUSA.com. Essilor. See more. Do more. To the Players' Lounge. Tour AT&T Stadium, home of the Dallas Cowboys. Run on the field, see the locker rooms, and so much more. AT&T Stadium tours presented by SeatGeek are available daily. Visit AT&TStadium.com for details. We have some news from the National Football League. New Orleans is set to host Super Bowl uh, in 2024, but they're going to change it. They're going to change it to 2025 instead of 2024 because there is a conflict with Mardi Gras. You can't mess with Mardi Gras, so the Super Bowl will move. (laughs) And uh, I remember the last um, Super Bowl I was at in New Orleans when the Ravens ended up beating um, Colin Kaepernick and the 49ers. They were going to have Mardi Gras in, in a couple days so you saw where the floats were and so it was they had a lot of a lot of places just kind of were shut down as they were getting ready for uh, the Mardi Gras and the Super Bowl so I think they learned from that that hey look you're going to have the Super Bowl and you want to have all these different things in the city you can't do you can't really do both so good on the NFL to uh, make sure there's no conflict with Mardi Gras um, and, and, and Mardi Gras needs to be what it is 
I don't know. I think I don't know. Y'all, y'all wouldn't y'all wouldn't like that Super Bowl with the Mardi Gras combination. I mean, I don't know about the logistics. No, but I think that'd be pretty crazy. No logistics, logistics. No way, Church. No way. They both both of them cannot out. happen at the same time. No, because the it's listen. I'll tell you this: it's crazy out there, and then they have certain routes for the parades. It's already people that get drunk and walk in front of parades and, and get killed and stuff. You don't want to put a Super Bowl crowd out there as well. And then, and then you talking about the last time that us they was there. They they turned the lights off on them, didn't they? And, uh, yes. During, during yes. the Super Bowl. <laughs> yes, they did. Yes. That is they, true. They it was scary. Uh, Let me tell you what, why, why, why would you go back scary. after that? Why? It was straight up scary. It's like oh, they need a they man. need a new stadium. <laughs> they need the last time I played. I mean that locker room is so terrible. Like I mean they need a new stadium. That's, it reminds me of like Green Bay or something. Like they they just need to upgrade that thing, man. It, I don't know. I, just, I, I ain't feeling that stadium down there. You see, they see, trying to they, they trying to play their games in Baton Rouge. Yeah, that's your, man. Hey, they say they locker room is probably better than the Saints. I'm talking about it was ain't like no problem. It's better. It's wall, brand new. Man. That's true. That is true. You remember? You guys got the inside on Michael? Like a, go ahead. Go ahead. Nui. You have any? You have any insight on Michael Thomas punching that player and, and not playing on Monday? <laughs> man, I, man, I tell you what, Michael Thomas, you keep messing around with my fantasy. You gonna have to see me. You, I mean, we, we gonna have to. We gonna have to do something because you killing my fantasy right now, man. He's just destroying it. Just destroying it, man. I need. Hey, you listen. Back. I need. Did, you did you? But did. did Nui, did you see what the what the uh, what the supposed story is behind it? With um, Malcolm no. Jenkins calling him calling him slant boy. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> they, 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 first of all, the, the, I um, hear this. So, 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 okay. so the word out there. This, this, this is just what I read. This, is, I don't have no inside okay, scoop. Good. The word out there is is uh, Mike Michael Thomas is known around the league as only being able to run slants and dig routes. He can't really run any other routes. So I think uh, Malcolm Jenkins might have been covering him or something. Like he got covered in practice, and Michael uh, and Malcolm was kept calling him Slant Boy. <laughs> he ain't like being called <laughs> Slant Boy, so he went up there and punched Malcolm Jenkins. That's that's what I read. <laughs> oh, and Mike Jenkins ain't fired back. I don't, I don't know what Malcolm did. I don't know what he did, man. He, maybe he was trying well, to be a leader I, or something. But yeah. but I, <laughs> I, I heard oh, it was another. Pl- I thought it was another player that he punched. I didn't think it was Malcolm mm. Jenkins. Well, it, it, anyway, I, I, listen. Yeah, I, I don't know, but that, that's what I heard. It, it, it makes sense. Okay, it makes sense. Okay, well, <laughs> and maybe man, and so maybe the other and maybe Malcolm was calling that. Then the other dude jumped in there, you know, and he, he tr- chirped in, and then I guess you know Michael Thomas could have said, you know, I'm not taking that from you. Um, but no, I didn't. Yeah. I did not hear him punch punch the Q dog Malcolm Jenkins. Pro- I don't think that's he probably. He, I think he'd be wise. He probably he, he probably punched the dude that locked him down on the slant. That's what he did. <laughs> Like Dez, like Dez and uh, and Mo used to be church. <laughs> oh man, I will never forget that man. We was at practice, man. I, <laughs> we at practice and Mo Claiborne is locking. This is this is Mo's rookie year, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He he locking Dez Bryan up. I'm talking about the whole practice just locking him up. And uh, I think at that time we had a guy by the name of Frank Walker. That was on the team, and if you don't know Frank, he he he's the one of the biggest instigators this side of the Mississippi, man. Like he, this dude is a big time instigator. But anyways, Mo's locking Dez up, and Dez, you already know he has a short temper as is. So as the practice is going on, we're in the last script, the last period of play, and Frank's over there like, "Hey, Dez, you gonna let that young boy lock you up all practice? That's what you gonna do? You ain't all pro, you ain't nothing." 
And lo and behold, Mo goes in there and breaks the pass up. And he's and Mo's sitting down on his lap, you know, giving the this incomplete pass sign. Like, I, I'm doing this all practice. And out of nowhere, Dez just got <laughs> super mad, picked up the ball. And when I say he spiked it on Mo's head so hard, I'm surprised there wasn't a dent in his helmet. Like, <laughs> he cocked that thing back and threw it so hard at his head. So then they got into it. Then all you see is this white dude out of nowhere jumping in. Here comes Sean Lee. He throwing some swings in there. Bang, bang, bang. I mean, it was, <laughs> it was a classic brawl, but it was, it was a classic one. It was funny, man. It was funny. Of course, I'm in the background chilling. You know, I don't got energy for all that. So I'm in the background chilling. But it was a, it was a classic one, though. It was classic. So these these things happen, man. They happen. I, I don't know. Yeah, they happen. I would have suspended. I wouldn't have suspended my best receiver for it. But, I mean, you know, we weren't there. So we didn't, we, we didn't see what happened. Well, oh, I, I hated. Man. I hated. I did not play Emmanuel Sanders, and that was my fault. I, the news was out there early enough. I could have made that switch and put Sanders in there. But uh, he, he had a great game. I mean, he had a fantastic mm-hmm. game. So, on my fantasy bitch, but I won. So, I won. So I'm all good. Oh, he's had three good games in a row, man. Sanders has had three yeah. good games in a row. He's, he's starting to understand the offense, so I'm going to keep him in my lineup, even when, when Thomas comes back, because if they're going to put double coverage on Thomas, and Sanders is out here running one-on-one, um, and Drew Brees has already found a little comfort zone with him. I'm, I'm going to keep rolling him out there. Uh, fellas, that's some more NFL news. The Pro Bowl has been canceled for this season. There will the Pro Bowl game. They will still have a Pro Bowl team, but they will not have a Pro Bowl game. Church, your thoughts on that? Well, I got two thoughts on here. One... If you make the Pro Bowl team, do you still get paid even though there's not a game? <laughs> and, and two, yes, that's I mean, one reason why. They, that's one reason why they're putting the team out there. Yeah, it's one reason why they're naming the okay, team. Okay, okay, so know, that, from a contractual right. standpoint, and, and just also, guys, guys need this as they're trying to, you know, for their resumes and also for those who are trying to make the Hall of Fame. So yes, they're gonna have, they're gonna announce a team. They're gonna play the game, but they will announce a Pro Bowl team. And two, you know, I, I you know, I put more stock into this, but. I mean, the Pro Bowl has become a, a, a popularity contest now, man. I mean, there's guys that are making, you know, first team all pro, second team all pro, but are not making Pro Bowl rosters just because they're not popular or they're not on one of these mainstream teams. So for me, you know, hopefully, you know, not playing the game uh, will put some, you know, put some you know, reality on it and say, OK, this guy deserves to be in the in the on the Pro Bowl ballot or whatever, because I mean, like I said, I mean, it's, it's all just a popularity vote right now. So maybe this will put a little bit more just into it. Yeah, and uh, listen, I'm I'm not I'm, I don't want to you know be the one to kind of downplay the process, but uh, I know what it looks like when uh, when the players vote on these players uh, throughout the season, <laughs> and it's not very organized. All right, I'm not I'm not gonna go out there and put it out there like crazy or nothing, but I tell you this, it's not that much validity to it. All right, so the Pro Bowl to me is not that big, but but Nui, since they are getting paid, how are they gonna pick the winning team and the losing team? Because doesn't the winning team get paid more than the losing team, or are they all get paid the same? There's no game, so there's no need to worry about checks. So it's going to be you getting a – they're naming a Pro Bowl team, so there'll be no game, so there's no checks to be had. Man, so Wait, so, so they're not getting paid. Team. They might as well just have, well have all-pro, second-team all-pro, and then call it a day well, if you ain't you know, even like going to play said, the game. I, like I said, I'm pretty sure – you know, first off, you, you want to have a Pro Bowl team, and look – Here's the difference now is you're going to have, you know, you uh, the injury replacement dudes who are, you know, making Pro Bowls that way. I mean, hey, this year's going to be a real actual Pro Bowl team named and, and not not a bunch of alternates. So uh, I have no issues with it. And I do think that guys should be recognized for for their stellar play. And and um, look, but ain't that the all pro list? They'll have that, too. 
But they'll have, they'll have two. <laughs> so who? So so Pro Bowl. They just go. If you get the Pro Bowl, this you just basically honorable mention or third team All Pro. Is that basically? Is that? I mean, I don't see the difference between it's, it's two, it's, Pro Bowl if you ain't go play things. the game. It's two different things. I mean, they're going to name a Pro Bowl team. They just won't have a game. So I mean, you know, I, 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 why, so I don't think they pro. should right. not. I don't think they should not have a <laughs> Pro Bowl team name. I, you know, look. look. Come on, it's more awards for everybody. Well, I, I think a former player would be down with more awards for people, and, man. And here we go with the here we go with the participation award. I mean, it, 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 <laughs> I don't get it. I, I mean, you got the Academy of Country Music Awards, and you got the CMTs, and you got the Grammys. I mean, why the, I mean, you know awards are awards, man? Why are we sitting right here trying to take away shine from people, man? Let let people be star. Let them twinkle, twinkle, man. Mm, no, mm, no, you won't. You won't even let. The, you won't even let defensive players celebrate. You over here talking about handing out. And now Pro you talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all not about to gang oh, up on me. You are not about to gang up on me. It is. It's time for another break. It's time for another break right here on the Players Lounge, brought to you by Hotels.com on DallasCowboys.com radio. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Want to show your Texas and team pride, too? You can. By purchasing your own Stetson, you can look just like how the flag guys do on field at every home game. Stetson hats, the official crown of all self-respecting Cowboys and your favorite football team. Get yours today at shop.dallascowboys.com or at stetson.com. Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay? What's not too... Right above the subway! Well, I bet you don't even notice it after the... That's my neighbor! Angus! A deal that's just okay is not okay. Get a great deal with America's Best Network. Come into an AT&T store to find out how to get one of our popular smartphones for $0 down. Based on GWS1 score September 2019. To Dallas' frontline responders, thank you. To show its gratitude, Tide is offering free laundry services in Dallas to the families of frontline responders. Simply bring your laundry and your identification to Tide Cleaners and they will wash it within two days. One thing less for you to worry about. While you take care of us all, Tide will take care of the laundry for the families of frontline responders. To learn more and find a location near you, visit hope.tidecleaners.com. Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys, helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer. When you buy the latest generation of Transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses, you can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting EssilorUSA.com. Essilor. See more. Do more. To the Players Lounge. All right, help your fellow Cowboys Nation fans in their fight against cancer by purchasing Dallas Cowboys Crucial Catch Gear. Support a great cause and look good doing it. Visit your local Dallas Cowboys Pro Shop or shop.dallascowboys.com. All right, so you can do it that way. You are in the Players' Lounge. We are in our SWBC Mortgage Virtual Home Studios. On Louis Scruggs, longtime Cowboys reporter, joined by former players Barry Church and Danny McRae. So last night, um, make sure we get this straight. We did our Tuesday night football picks. 
Danny McRae uh, said Buffalo by 14. Barry Church said Buffalo by 10. I said Titans by 3. The Titans won 42 to 16. Mm, that would be mm, a plus 26 dub. So, gentlemen, um, you know, I, I feel like I was Derrick Henry and you guys were Josh Norman because you all just got <laughs> sniffed oh. on. That's how you go down. But you all sitting around here picking the bills like that, disrespecting the bills that they're going to get beat by 14 and 10 in Nashville, Tennessee. Get out the way. Get out the way. Get out the way. Listen, Louie. Louie, man, listen. If I had known that Tredavious White wasn't playing, then I probably would have I probably would have said that the uh, the Bills would win by like three versus fourteen, but I still would have picked them to win. But it was obvious that uh, the cornerback play out there was was lacking without uh, without the one of the highest paid corners in the league. So yeah, that that that, that, that is just ugly. What what Henry did remind me of, of Beast Mode uh, when uh, <laughs> when he ran through the oh, when they made the playoffs. Child play. <laughs> <laughs> Little boy, get off of me. I, I couldn't believe it. You know, I, <laughs> why, first of all, Derrick Henry, when you look at this man, he's 6'4", about 250. Why would you ever think to hit that man up top? Like, I, I, and you're a corner. He's, a, he's maybe 180 pounds soaking wet. What made you think you can run up in the club <laughs> like that and get away with wearing a hat? I mean, get out. There's no hats allowed in the club. My man got tossed from the green to the white of the sidelines. I've never seen anything like it. It was probably one of the ugliest stiff arms in NFL history. Hey, hey, you know what? Every time, every time I watch an NBA game or MLB, any of the sports league, I always say, man, the cameramen are so messy. Like when something like this happened, they follow the player all the way back to the sideline. Like if you get scored on, they follow the player all the way back to the bench to see who's sitting next to him. If anybody come over and say, hey, you know, good job. Like the camera just be on them for like five minutes. I'm like, bro, let them live. <laughs> y'all, bro, y'all these, just... <laughs> these cameramen, these cameramen, they must have worked at Murray's or like or Jerry Springer show or something. Because when the man, when number 18 from the Bills, I th- he had a bad game, man. He like the ball ball off his shoulder pad the first play got a pick he was the guy that was returning the kickoff and fumbled like he had a bad game it, of course the cam- he went and sat on the bench away from everybody and of course the cameraman zoomed right in up on him and you could just see the just the desperation in his eyes he was just like man maybe this ain't for me no more and of course the cameraman caught every piece of it it was classic and like you said man them cameramen are dirty man it's, it's jacked up Hey, you got to understand, it's a part of storytelling. I mean, that's that's why you're on, you're following guys. It's a part of the storytelling. And when you get a dramatic play like that, yeah, you want you want to make sure you're capturing two things. One is Josh Norman got ragged all. Oh, we got to get this. So you got to make sure you're following him. And then the other side of it, you want the Tennessee bench reaction. You know, everybody. Oh, I mean, it's now. Now, what I really would love. OK, what I really love. Is to get some, some, some behind-the-scenes footage when when Sean McDermott shows the film room video. <laughs> Josh Norman. They're not showing that. They're not showing that. They ain't going. They're not showing that. Like I said, that's that's what I really would. That's what I really, really would love to see. So, so when something like that happens, all right. It's already over on Twitter, and everybody's clowning Josh Norman. And you got to go watch this film, especially since you got beat forty-two to sixteen. Are guys snickering in the background? Do you like put a towel in your mouth to hold your tongue so you don't laugh? Because it's going to be yeah, shown a few times. Buddy. How do you handle that? Yeah, man? P- 
well, you know, people are going are going to say something. So usually, what happens before Garrett Vision would pop on, you had a couple cats in the background laughing or whatever. I sit next to Danny. I'd be like, man, look, man, you think it was that bad? Like during the game, I'm asking Danny, like, man, hey, I hit that dude. Did it look that bad, man? Did I get run over? And you know, credit the D back. He would always hit me with the, man, it wasn't that bad. Dog. No, that was a good wrap up. It was a good wrap up. But man, we got to we get into we get into Garrett Vision, and all you hear was, this is not it. This is not what we need. <laughs> right here, you do, this is not what we need. I'm over here looking at D-Mac like, man. <laughs> listen, besides, oh, listen, the, the, the thing is, sometimes oh. stuff like that happens. Sometimes stuff like that happens, man. And uh, the only thing Josh Norman could have done was check the shoe size on Derrick Henry, but he was going to fail. <laughs> either, either way it went, it was, it was a failure waiting to happen. He was either getting ran over like an old, uh, was it, was that Jacobs from, uh, do y'all remember when Jacobs yep. ran over LaRon La- Landry? It, it was going to look something like that or he was going to get stiff on him. So I think he, 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 it was better for him not to have a concussion and just go ahead and get that stiff on him going back to the hustle, huddle. <laughs> it was ugly, man. It was ugly. That was bad news, man. That was bad. And the Tennessee, was bad. T- they must practice this. They Because, mu- look, I played against them twice. And, look, I took my fair share of stiff arms as well, man. So, like, I'm, I can't clown too hard. But, man, they must practice this over there because I feel like every one of the players got a mean stiff arm, man, especially Derrick Henry. But you seen him. I, I he, tried to, say, he tried to break the stiff arm down. It didn't work. My bad. Go ahead, dude. <laughs> I, I have seen Derrick Henry in person. I saw him when, he, when Alabama came and, and played at Jerry World. And... It's one of those few times when you look up and you see a guy you're like, that's a running back? I mean, literally, you look like, that's Derrick Henry? And you just look at it, well, this is not even right. Uh, Google the photo of Mark Ingram standing next to Derrick Henry. And it is, re- I mean, it looks, it looks as though Mark Ingram is, is in grade school, you know, like some third grader, and it looks like Derrick Henry is this grown man. I mean, it doesn't look right. It doesn't look right. I mean, I just cannot emphasize to you enough of how big a human being Derrick Henry is. And, and Josh, Josh Norman is not, he's not a small guy, um, but man, he made him, he just, get out the way, get out the way. I mean, it was, it was embarrassing. It was so bad, I told my wife, I said, stop, look, look at this. And she was like, ooh. Even she was like, ooh. Um, and she's a football fan, but even she, it was just embarrassing. You all saw that. Like, I said, that guy right there, that guy's going to have a hard time in the film room because, you know, guys going to have to look away, snickering, and everything else, man. Let me ask y'all, let me ask y'all both a question. Which was worse? This stiff arm that Henry threw on Josh Norman or like McCray said earlier, the stiff arm beast mode threw on Tracy Porter um, in that playoff game against the Saints? Beast mode. Ooh. <laughs> it was, he stiff on him like three times in one play. He did. <laughs> and then, and then, and and remember, and remember how he went in the end zone too. You know, he was up there, he was up there clutching. Yeah. The oh, you know, you remember yeah. that right, right at the end. You know, it's just, I'm gonna beat you down, push you oh. down, and, you know, taste it. And I was just, yeah, man, that was that was uh, the way he went. That was bad. Um, and, yeah, man. And, and then, of course, you know, it's a playoff game, so there's more eyes on you. And, and yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. But, but I give Tracy Porter this. Tracy Porter at least has his pick six in, in the Super Bowl, so he's got that going for him. So that can yes, mitigate the, the, the embarrassment there. But poor Josh Norman, you know. I remember going to the Super Bowl out in uh, Santa Clara, and, and when, the, when the Broncos beat him, you see Josh Norman on the sidelines crying. And then, you know, we saw him last year get 
terrorized against the Cowboys, and 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 you know he's just sitting around here, you know. Point thing. I mean, which is it's been a bad couple of years for I mean the worst thing that happened to Josh Owen was leaving Carolina. When he was in that defense that protected him and he went up to Washington and then these people were talking about after they got frustrated, well, but he needs to travel. Like this guy doesn't travel. What were you asking this dude to travel? He's not a man to man corner and just like so many guys who go up there and take Daniel Snyder's money, it all turned out bad, man. It all turned out bad. And mm. now you see Josh Norman getting ragged all you might this this might have to be it for Josh Norman after the season, man. This might have to, might take it to the house, man. You got video we got film like this on you, man. Let me tell you something. You talk about the you talk about the people up running up there taking Daniel Snyder money. You look very familiar to what's going on over here. But I'm I'm gonna leave that I'm gonna leave that to be to maybe next week or so. Hey, hey, we, man, <laughs> boys, boys, throwing shots with two minutes left in the in the in the show. Nah, right? listen, listen. This, this is why because, because listen because people people listen wow. to this show and then they go on Twitter after I say something about Amari Cooper and then they try to defend his performance up to this to this point. And I go I go back and forth with him for a good five or six tweets and then I get off of it. So I'm gonna get the last laugh on on the show with my voice. Amari Cooper is underperforming <laughs> by far. He's underperforming. He's the number three receiver on our team. I need a list. I need a list, man. Who's who's your underperforming list right now? I need a list. Well, Save it for well you got to take. Say, we, okay, we have okay, six seconds. Tomorrow you hey, can do get we your own. You on that one, man. Your all milk, your all milk carton team, the Danny Danny McCray yes. milk carton team. You can no, that's Barry Church. That's Barry oh, Church no. milk oh. carton team. Don't put that on me. He asked the question. He hey. asked the question. You go now. You go put hey, it on me. Need. You good for that? <laughs> team you missing you in action, trip, man. man. We gonna got, call it milk carton missing in action, got, man. You got dudes on milk cards. You go sit here and say guys got fake contracts or little. Oh, <laughs> this is true. You I forgot about that. Show, yeah. Hey, no, they go. They go. Hey, listen, I, I apologize for that already. I, I owned up to that, so I, you know, I, I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool with my apology, and I said I was wrong. So you know, whatever happens, happens. I'm alright with that. But this missing in action, this was Church's idea. But it's some dudes okay. I can steal. Okay, all right. So you all, you know, I'm a, I'm gonna come with a list, you know, because because you know, I'm gonna come with a list. I'll, I'll be ready do to. Do you know, I'll be ready. Yeah, I'll be ready. Do that. And we'll also dive into should the Cowboys double team DeAndre Hopkins? Should they have a spy on Kyler Murray of the Arizona Cardinals? So we'll dive more into that on Thursday. By the way, no Players Lounge show on Monday, okay, because it's Cowboys game day. But we will be back here on Thursday and Friday for Barry Church and Danny McCray. I'm Newey Scruggs and also our producer, Chris Beam. Thank you for checking out the Players Lounge brought to you by Hotels.com right here on DallasCowboys.com radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?